This is a bit of a follow-up on a session that I recently did about the Sally House, a haunted location in Kansas. Me and a couple of sage practitioners went there with the intent of balancing clearing. Things didn't work out exactly that way. Got to watch the last session to, to learn a little bit more about that. But this is the follow-up where I want to talk about what can happen to someone when they go into a home with that much spiritual activity. This is your moment. This is your moment. This is your moment. Okay, follow up session on this one. Now, I had a previous session not that long ago about the Sally House, which is a haunted location in Kansas. This house does fall in or did fall into the category of my definition of a human zoo, where living people are purposely retaining spirits in a location in exchange for selling tickets for people to be able to experience the joys of haunting. Now, we went there, just the super small recap. You can watch the last session to get all the details. We went there and we had a lot of different things happen that were very interesting. We went there with the intent to clear. We actually didn't end up clearing it. However, it did end up being a fantastic result and a balanced space. We took it from a human zoo to a hot spot for haunting, we could say. So that's a very positive win. Now, when it comes to crossing over work, that's a little bit of what this is going to focus on today. I want to talk about your emotional state when you're in what would be considered a very highly haunted location. Now, if you have interest in crossing over, if you are interested in the process or how to assist spirits in, in the crossing over form, it doesn't matter your location, your region, your culture, the crossing over community is, is something you might want to check out. It's one of my communities where I do more in-depth teaching behind the scenes on crossing over work, what you might expect, some things that you can try. So if you're interested in, in adding crossing over work to the intuitive work that you already do or stepping into helping spirits cross over to be able to go home because ghosts are people too, <laughs> then uh, the crossing over community is something you're going to really want to look into. And I know right now the main crossing over course that I do, it's a six hour course. It's an intensive course. The main course that I do is right now comes along with the crossing over community itself. So I'm going to put a link in here. I really want you to look into it just because it's supportive. You won't be alone with it. You'll learn techniques that you need and if you're just interested in the process in general and what happens when somebody transitions to the other side, it is a very safe and loving and perfect community to uh, connect with. So I'll put that, I'll put the information in here so you can access it. Now, when it comes to doing crossing over work, sometimes you do land in a location that is really, really spiritually strong. And sometimes it's really spiritually strong in a not great way. Actually, if you're doing crossing over work, many times it's not a great feeling when you step into it. If we think in terms of emotions and people who are stuck in the in-between as clouds of feelings, right? Just energy clouds that can, can make you feel things. When you go to a very highly haunted location like the Sally House in Kansas, you're going to step into what feels like emotional soup. 
And it can be really intense. It can be really intense. But it's one of those things that if you know it going in, if you know that this is a possibility, then if, and this is an if, if you feel something, then you can take a step back. You can see it from an observer position. It won't take you by surprise as much as it has some people in the past that I've that I've been with and myself in the past. And you're going to be able to ground yourself, anchor in, kind of pull yourself back into this, this agreed upon reality, your own personal energy instead of the energy of uh, the spirits in the home, and not to mention all the people that were there before them, before you. So when you go to a haunted location, I mentioned human zoo. Let's do a real quick summary of this. Human zoo is when a living person purposely holds spirits in a location to sell tickets for live for other living people to experience the deceased. The holding of the spirits is the part that's broken, okay? The spirits that are held need to be released. This does not mean that this stops being a haunted location. There will always, most likely, be a great day if it ever stopped, but there will always be spirits who are stuck and need assistance crossing over. And of those spirits who are stuck, you're always going to have the ones that want to cause uh, fear and I mean, a little bit of harm sometimes and all of those types of you know, boo, spook, spook type things, you're going to have it. If you have somebody in the in-between who doesn't want to cross over, who wants to affect living people in a negative way, and you have somewhere like the Sally house, they can find that house, they can go there, they can participate in the process. So if you have a location that is destiny for des destiny, designated for that, for specifically living people experiencing what it's like to be in a haunted location, you're going to have spirits who go there purposely to participate. It's going to happen. Do you need a human zoo? Meaning, do you need to hold them there and not let them cross over even though they want to? No, you don't. So no harm. Most every owner of what I've coined as the human zoo type thing, whatever, most every owner that I've run into that's been had this situation set up, they don't think about it in those terms until you have that conversation. And then they go, oh yeah, I guess these spirits are people, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep, there's there's somebody's brother, someone's best friend, someone's son, someone's daughter, someone's mom. Yes, these people are, uh, these spirits are people. So in somewhere like the Sally House, which right now is a space that clearly spirits that want to be there will be there, spirits that want to participate in this haunting experience will do that. You have a house full of uh, spiritual activity, meaning stuck spirits, who you can feel, sometimes you can see, sometimes you can hear. That alone is really intense to put your energetic system into as a, as a living person. But on top of that, you're also stepping into a buildup of energy of all the living people that came there specifically to get spooked, specifically to catch evidence. And I guarantee you most of them came there just to have the kind of fear-based experience. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, some people go river rafting. I would rather be in a haunted house than river rafting. I would be less scared in a haunted house than I would be on that river, but then, you know, right. So we all have these things in life that we want to experience. So we're going to take the judgment around it. We're going to throw that right out the window. And we're going to say, there's a location. It's a hot spot. Spirits come and go. And spirits that want to participate in the experience of haunting for living people are there 
living people who want to experience haunting, whether it's ghost hunting or they want the fear, are also there. And let me tell you, all their emotions are dumped in that house. Just think about that. Think about how thick that energy is. And when you step into it, doesn't matter how long you've been doing this work, doesn't matter if you're brand new, it doesn't matter if you are stoic, it doesn't matter if you've never cried in your lifetime. It can be enough pressure energetically on your system to kind of squish that uh, protective bubble of yours. And again, doesn't matter. It, it, and each person's gonna be different too. We went with four individuals, four of us, three practitioners, three of my practitioners went and invited me. I was like, yeah, let's go. So the first practitioner, she was the one that came across this, was drawn to it, felt the need to go there. She is very in touch with her emotions. She's actually one of the most kind people I've ever met in my life. Uh, sweet, kind, um, supportive, caring, helpful, very in touch with her emotions. She was not railroaded with the overwhelm of emotions. And if I had to speculate, which is that's all this would be, it's most likely because she was the one called there to help rebalance the house, right? Not unhaunt it. Yeah, it's still going to be there to create experiences. So if you're watching this and you're like, well, now I won't go to the Sally house. It's still, you're still going to have the experiences going to the Sally house. You're just not going to have them on spirits that are purposely being held there against their will. So, but you're still going to have them. So that's what the balance is, taking it from a human zoo to an actual uh, location of just haunted activity. She didn't have that, you know, implosion of emotions. She had some, um, and I'm not her, so I can't completely speak to it. And then there was a, there's a second practitioner, and she was the one that was getting messages before we even went on how this whole thing would unfold and the clearing would unfold, and she was spot on. And she felt these experiences and these, or she felt the emotions and the experiences and all that. But she works with people in, you know, their emotional state and balancing people's emotional state in her day-to-day -day work. So she's a little bit more in tune with it. Maybe that's it. We don't know. But she felt it, but it didn't really kind of implode her energy. Now, me <laughs> and the uh, other practitioner, and just to give you perspective on this, the two of us both had a big emotional reaction to going into this home. And here's the perspective I really want you to take away from this. This is the first time she has gone in to a haunted location like this that has this much activity. This is not the first time I've gone into a haunted location with this much activity. This for me, this was old school. This I've been here, done that, gone up against things that were fiercer than this. For her, this was brand new. This was a first time experience. So she had a lot of impact when we were in the home. We actually needed to, and this is a great tip. If you're in a situation like this, leave the premise premises for a minute. Just like step outside of the circle of activity if you can. And that's what we did. Her and I walked outside and she was like, I'm thinking of this and I'm thinking of this. And it's bringing up a lot of these emotions. And I, you could feel the emotions um, flowing through her. And we just talked about this. We're in the soup. This is where we're at. This is what it does to, to a lot of people. Actually, most people I know who have gone into really heightened 
places like this have had really heightened emotions and they pull them out of you right they they the emotions make you you start attaching what you know around the emotional feeling you're having and then it just kind of sinks in and it explodes and she was connecting it to the things that she loves and and whatnot and she was she was spot on she was right there and present and she was feeling all the emotions she didn't block herself she did exactly what she should do and we stepped out of the perimeter we got out of the house stepped away from it and it took it took a few minutes to kind of okay she said i can feel it i can feel it settling down now for me i also had an emotional reaction as well and again this is not my first haunted rodeo in any way shape or form but when I was there, I was observing myself having fear-based thoughts that were really old, old patterns. We're talking old codependent years ago patterns coming up. And I even watched myself thinking, that's a ridiculous emotion or thought to have. It doesn't fit who you are today. And I verbalized it when we were there, but it wasn't until we left that all of a sudden I got really impacted emotionally. And then it took me probably 24 hours to rebalance that, to do clearing work on myself, to do GCP over and over again and rebalance it to get my emotional body back to my emotional body. Now, coming into this as well, I was also processing through some some personal stuff and legal stuff. So I kind of was already a little bit sensitive going in. Nothing wrong with that. It was perfect, perfectly normal life stuff. It was completely perfect. But, you know, I did. I went in, you know, coming off of that human stuff, felt old patterns coming up while I was in there. And then once we left the Sally house, even after it was balanced, just because a property is balanced and cleared doesn't mean you necessarily are as you're walking out and you do need to continue to do some additional work. But it took me a good a good 24 hours or so to kind of really feel like all three of my bodies, my, my physical body, my programming body, and my spiritual body were aligned again back into, like, I'm back. Here I am, I'm back. So please keep this in mind. I share this with you because there really are no measurements. You can't look at one particular individual and say, that person's going to have an emotional reaction and that one is not. It has nothing to do with experience. It has nothing to do with uh, how strong your intuition is, how long you've been using your intuition, what your personality is like. It's going to be different across the board in every situation that you go in. So if you go to a location that is uh, haunted and you're feeling more emotional than usual, know that that is a reaction to the intense energies compacted in that area. It's normal. It's fine. Please GCP and then GCP again, and then do GCP again. Talk to a friend. I actually reached out to her <laughs> that night or the next morning. I, the next day, I don't remember what it was, but when it all really hit me, I reached out to her and said, all right, I just need to ground here. And she showed up. She was like present for me. And we're like, okay, here, here I am. Here I am. But it doesn't, there's no measurement, but it's something that can happen. So if you go to a place that's heightened spiritually or has a really heavy emotional history of spiritual activity or even living people's emotions and energies, sometimes it's going to hit you. What do you do? See if you can get out of the physical 
perimeter of it. See if you can get out of that space. Do your GCP again and again and again. Sometimes you're going to have to set it up even stronger and stronger and stronger. But your conscious awareness of this possibility around your emotional state being heightened in heightened spiritual environments, that's all you really need. And is it bad? No. It's not. It's not. If you go out in the winter and you're cold, you're cold. Some people are more cold than other people. Some people are like, I'll take an extra parka. Thank you very much. Or an extra winter coat. And somebody else is like, mm, you can have my winter coat. I'm, I'm feeling kind of warm. Everyone's different. And everyone's going to have a different experience. And it doesn't matter how many times you've been out in that blizzard. Doesn't matter how many snowstorms you've walked through. There's going to be that one snowstorm where you're like a little extra cold. And it might happen. So take care of yourself. Observe the situation. And, you know, make sure that you've got your spiritual protection in place and have a buddy. If you can get a buddy, if you can have a friend come with you, you know, have both of you aware to kind of checking in with each other and how this goes and know that sometimes it's going to take, especially if you're going to really heightened, uh, spiritually kind of lit up location, it might take a little bit to completely get yourself back to balance. And that's okay too. This whole path isn't about perfection. It's not about doing it perfectly. It's not about, well, this person is, you know, at this level and they do it this way. And this person's at this level, they do it this way. It's about being you. It's about you making sure you have the tools that you need uh, and the support that you need. And then it's about you stepping into the journey. So book the rafting trip. <laughs> and if you, if you want to go to a haunted location, go, you know, just, be aware that you might step into some emotional soup, but that you're going to be okay. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.